0: This IndyCar High V Homefront 250 betting pick special of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the detail now at CircaSports.com. Get ready for speed.
1: You just wait, Sunshine. You just
0: wait. Get ready for the passion.
1: To whom it may concern you.
0: Get ready for the raw emotion. (laughs) Sì, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. That's right, it is the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb, I'm Rod Gomez, and yes, of course, we know that there's F1 action. Yes, of course, we know that we already did an F1 episode this week, but... The bosses cleared us, Cody. You asked. They delivered for an IndyCar episode. Not one, but two races at the Iowa track. However, we only get to bet on the first one, Cody. But I guess one is better than none, yeah?
1: At this point, I'm happy we got one because uh, you know it's late Thursday evening now and and the odds just came out a couple hours ago. This race is on Saturday already, so it was kind of like, where's the odds, where's the odds, where's the odds? Finally, they dropped them. Gave us a full slate, at least over on Caesars. That's the only place I've seen all the options. So shout out to them. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to be at the race this weekend. Going to Iowa. be at at both races, Saturday and Sunday. So they dropped the ball. There should be options for both races, either individually or combined. You know, a guy to win both races, a guy to finish in the podium in both races, head-to-head on both races, whatever. Like, get creative with it. There's so many opportunities here. Yet again, we're dropping the ball, but uh, that's all right. Still plenty of good options. Found some really good bets this week. Um, I'm pretty excited to bet on this one. And then, of course, if you follow us on uh, social, you know, at Husker underscore at F1 Gambling Pod, at RJV Gomez. Join us in the Discord. We'll be dropping bets for Sunday's race once there's odds out, likely after Saturday's race.
0: Yeah, and again, I mean, it's just it's been a packed week of racing. We're we're at the end of it now, where we are actually getting to start watching the races. Uh, obviously, the SRX series is going right now as we as we tape. Just spoiler alert for you guys. I mean, this is gonna be out later tonight, anyway. So, uh, you know, we already started, so it's just gonna continue on throughout the weekend, and we are excited for it. However, Cody, we were excited because last week we got a chance to cover IndyCar because there was no F1. We actually did pretty well on this uh on this overall card I feel like there was a couple of misses that were that close but uh I mean you know that's that's gambling for you
1: That's exactly yeah and, and it was a fun weekend um Alex Palou just continues to impress almost nothing will slow him down the wing is wobbling about to fall off the front of that car still drives to second a little hiccup at the last lap there where you thought maybe uh maybe he would end up with the win right Christian Lundgaard picks up his first win huge for him, huge for the team of course, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan uh getting back in victory lane. So, good to see overall there. Polo continue to show how just freaking good he is. Um but yeah, we had a not a great weekend betting, but a, a pretty decent weekend. We definitely hit a few things. Uh a few things got screwed with the, with kind of the last lap things there going on, but uh it was it was a good weekend and and man, IndyCar just continues to deliver great racing. Week in and week out. I love watching the IndyCar races every week. Always full of excitement. This one was from the drop of the green flag. We had a big pile up in what the second turn or whatever it was. It was almost Chicagoesque uh, in that yeah. that big pile up in Chicago. <laughs> just yeah, just a complete traffic jam on the streets of Toronto there. Uh and yeah, it was it was great. And then just the versatility of the series. Gonna go from the streets of Toronto this week. Now they're going to Iowa for back-to-back races on the fastest short track in the world at Iowa. Man, I just it's I love to see it, love following this. I hope that IndyCar continues to get back on that growth train and get more and more people into it. The books could help us out by getting us odds earlier in the week and getting people a little more excited. That would be nice. But uh I'm very excited and man, I'm super pumped. It's been a long time since I was trying to think of the last time I was probably at an IndyCar race. It was probably 14, 15 years ago. Maybe man maybe one of the Iowa races or or one of the last times they went to Kansas I'd have to see when the last time they went to Kansas was that might have been might have been around the last time I saw them but uh been a while I'm pumped to get back and uh and have the full access in the on the grid in the paddock there going to be a lot of fun
0: I am jealous I already said that I hate you and I hate everybody that's going out to, <laughs> to Pocono this weekend uh, I'm going to be here in California. <laughs> we'll, we'll,
1: we'll all be thinking of you, Rod, because everybody you know is going to be at the racetrack. This it's weekend.
0: it's damn true. It really is. That's okay, though. You know what? I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to enjoy them, and I won't even think of any of you guys. But okay, That's I right. will.
1: And so. hey, you get you can, multiple screens. You can watch multiple races at the same time. It's going to be hard for me to keep up on the NASCAR stuff this weekend while I'm at the track and busy, but uh, I'll do the best I
0: can anyways. That's right. I got your back, Cody. I got <laughs> your back. Uh, speaking of got your back circa sports has your back as they always do circa millions and circa survivors back you get 14 million dollars in guaranteed prizes all up for grabs those circa millions you get five nfl picks against the spread each and every week to try to hit those millions and then circa survivors just like any other survivor survivor platform that you got going on all you got to do pick a different money line winner each week hope you advance week after week Best part about this is you enter in Las Vegas and you play anywhere in the United States, in the world, in outer space. Even if you time travel, you could probably still play then if they have Wi Fi. I don't know. I don't know your time travel needs, but I'm sure it happens. Uh, And if you're in Vegas in the end of August, you're going to get the added bonus of meeting Sean and Ryan from the Sports Gambling Podcast Mothership uh, broadcast. They're going to be out there holding it down. You can say hi, shake babies, kiss hands. Wait, whatever. Anyways, if you want more details, go to circusports.com. They'll tell you how to shake a baby. Circusports.com. No, they won't. Sorry, Circusports. That's the last we'll ever hear of them. What's shaking this?
1: babies, kissing hands.
0: What's this whoa, I hear whoa, whoa. about you guys shaking babies? <laughs> I'm sorry. That
1: was all rot. I had nothing to do with that well, I just want to put that on the record right it's here. It's been so a great a... run here on the
0: F1 Gambling Podcast. I'd like to say that uh, I'm no nice longer to know you, Rod. Uh, that's it's. Well, let's make this. Well that's a, good a, run a home
1: run to deep left center <laughs> for the Reds. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to do those apologies, right?
0: Yeah, that I mean that's how they taught us, right, in journalism school. That's that's it. Um, all right, so we talked about a little bit the fact that they were Toronto last week. The Indy cars were. What I love the best is that you're right. These these cars are very durable, and that there was a lot more. If an F1 car beat and bang as much as these Indy cars, then we would not have a 20 cars on the field. So uh, I like that about IndyCar. car.
1: Yeah, absolutely. These cars can take take a beating, and uh, these guys get get pretty rough, and they they get aggressive. It's a lot of fun to watch.
0: It is. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the bets that we hit. I mean, uh, I know that there was a couple that hit. Unfortunately, we didn't get any outrights because uh, Polo just couldn't uh, couldn't get his way from fifteenth to first. And damn it, maybe if he had a if he did one broke his wing, he may have won this race.
1: Yeah, I think if it wasn't broken, he probably would have run run Lungard down there at the end and got to him, but I had Alexander Rossi over Roman Grosjean, minus 120. This was an easy one. I mean, Grosjean, just Grosjean. It's what happens every week. Rossi didn't even have a good day, finishes on 16th, but Grosjean, I don't even know what happened there. Just completely lost it in that one turn and, and drove straight into the wall, ended his day early. Uh, he ends up in 22nd ahead of the guys who... Four guys didn't even complete a lap in this race. Uh pretty pretty sad statistic there. But he ends up uh, ahead of them and then DiFrancesco, who who went out after ten laps. But uh man just grows on, can't seem to catch a break. So I think until further notice, you just kind of gotta fade the guy and they figure it out. Like started the season so promising. Couple of second place finishes, should have maybe even won like three of those races early on. And just man, it's been been rough for him since. So like we talk about in racing so much, uh, you gotta fade the guys that are just on the struggle bus. And and I think that fading Grosjean might just be
0: kind of a thing going forward for a little while. Yes, that's right. Definitely agree with you on that one. Uh, I had Joseph Newgarden over Colton Herta. Hey, hats off to Herta. He overcame a 14th place start to finish third in this race. And, I mean, we talked about it, too. This was not necessarily his favorite track of all places. Um, so for him to be able to just continue the streak that he's on, he's he's a hot driver right now, and he really just did overcome a lot to, to get there. And then for Newgarden, I mean, he didn't do bad himself. For 11th place start, he finished in fifth place, uh, so not bad a couple of, of spots separating that and really again Herta just dominated pretty much up there in the front too Uh once he got there, so Uh the entire strategy's also played a lot to do with this two pit stops Uh late in the race came into play too as well So I mean there's some strategy that went into this but Herta I think would have finished over new garden regardless It wasn't as if you know, this was a very very close one, but yeah, Got to give it to both drivers. They both came from outside of the top 10 to finish inside the top five.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And props to Hurdle on just getting a race finished somewhat decent, more decent than it's been lately. He's been struggling. Maybe he needs to start farther back and because every time he starts up front, it gets rough for him. So, uh, yeah, that was still, I think, wasn't a bad call just based on on Hurdle's luck been lately, um, but barely, barely beat you out on that one. I had Scott Dixon, minus 130 for a top five. He did cash this one. He ends up in fourth place. Nice, solid run by Mr. Dixon. It's just what you get from a guy like this. He just continues to deliver. Hasn't been able to get that win this season. It's been a little bit rough there, but he continues to just get nice, solid finishes week in and week out. Makes taking him for a top
0: five nice and
1: easy. So, uh, yeah, Scott Dixon cashed top five for me.
0: Yeah, Him and McLaughlin were running around each other quite a bit in that race. So, uh, good to see both of those those drivers together there as well um and then i had felix rosenquist as a top five car god he started fifth and i was like hell yeah let's go yes. and then oh, that
1: was that was the thing he looked so fast early on and he was starts up in fifth i, I was really excited for you here rod me too
0: <sighs> especially for the odds that we got him at we got him at, at plus 200 for a top five when all the rest of them were sort of uh junky there but yeah comes home with a 10th place finish i think you know, again, that was a strategy. That was that was a lot of things. As he stayed out on on uh, on the alternates, I think it was uh, when everybody else was coming in for the primaries, and it was like once he had to pit, that was it.
1: Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, strategy didn't quite work out for him. I had Marcus Erickson for a top five plus one twenty five. This one was cashing until late. Another guy that started up in the top five. Uh, he started fourth. He was running up there for a while until late. Uh, Something, I think, did he end up running out of fuel at the end? Yeah, he had had something I think he was one of the ones that ran out of fuel or something happened there at the end, but unfortunately didn't cash this after running kind of up near the top five at least most of the day. So just uh, in a fortunate miss on Erickson for the top five.
0: Yeah, and then I had the winning car as odd. That one actually hit at plus 130, so 45. Rod's good at
1: anything. (laughs) these number bets we're
0: telling you hey and what did we say we said it too we said if there's only one bet that you make go ahead and make that winning car bet because that's the only one they cash for my card
1: plus 130 and stay tuned rod has another number bet coming up tonight for the iowa race you want (laughs) to you're gonna want to tail on that um i had below plus 380 barstool again this was a great bet we saw it right he he didn't end up starting that great where we end up uh gosh he started what he started like 14th i think hello yeah yeah he started way back there and so i was a little bit worried after that but man ran through the field again if it wouldn't have been for that wing damage late or front you know front wing damage i think he probably would have had something for lungard um but again shout out to lungard for winning this also at erickson 12 to 1 i don't think he was ever really in the mix to win this one um he did lead one lap but i think that was just during you know pit cycles and stuff so uh as a long shot again Eh, whatever but uh I don't think anybody saw Lungard win coming. Uh, even after he qualified on the pole, I didn't think he would necessarily get it done. Uh, but for him to, to battle some adversity throughout the day, hold on to it and end up getting the win, uh, big props to him on, on getting his first career IndyCar victory.
0: Yep, and I had Scott Dixon, who I, I really honestly think he started seventh, finished fourth, a top-five finish. Not bad, but, I mean, this should have been Dixon's to win. He fell back a while. He actually led a lap there at the end until Lungard uh drove him down but again that was Scott Dixon was definitely uh he should have pitted when everybody else pitted if he would have pitted when everybody else pitted for those those tires late in that race he would have I think he would have won that race
1: Yeah I agree with you I was a little a little surprised by the strategy call there but uh hey
0: they get paid the big bucks we don't Yeah well <laughs> that that pisses me off that that happened because I was so ready for him to be able to win that race but um yep congrats to Longard Definitely uh, good to see him win, and uh, good to see how excited he was for it. So, um, yeah, I think that puts Toronto uh, behind us, right? And so we'll turn our attention to Iowa. But let's do that yes, after sure. we talk about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is here. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania Four is underway, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus Underdog them is a great way to get down in your favorite MLB and NFL season player props, plus NASCAR. Go back, listen to the NASCAR DFS episode. We've got some Underdog picks there as well, proving that there are so many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so Many states. Head over now to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN. You're going to get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, so you said it, Cody. It is, of course, the fastest short track in the world. Is that is that what we're saying?
1: That's what we're saying. The fastest short track on the planet. On the
0: planet. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I undercut it. I didn't mean that's for that. Their, uh,
1: that's their that's their tagline.
0: That's their tagline. Uh well yes, it is of course. This will be the high V home front 250, which means that there are only 250 laps around this uh 0.894 mile paved track. It's about 223 miles for this, so 250 is not the length of the race but the amount of laps they are running in this uh, we'll talk about some of the past winners here when we start laying down bets because there's one name that pops up more <laughs> than over any. And, over
1: and, and it's over not and over even
0: over. close, right? <laughs> so uh, definitely, again, it's a short track race, short track with indie cars. This is something it's, to see.
1: Oh, man. And, and like the oval races we've had this season, Texas early on in the season, Big. one of the best races I have seen this entire year of any of the series was an amazing race as far as ovals go. Um, And then the Indianapolis 500 was very exciting in its own right as well. Now you get to a different version, right? The short track. These ones have, have been lately at least dominated by one guy most of the time, but still a lot of excitement, action-packed. These cars go so fast. And then obviously the open wheel part of things makes it exciting. Uh, one thing to note too, Connor Daly is going to be racing again this weekend. I'm in Pagino as he continues to recover from that wreck at uh, Mid-Ohio, I think it was, during practice. Uh, so still recovering from that. So it will be Connor Daly still filling in for Simon Pagino. Um, but other than that, Rod, I think we're probably about uh, ready to get into the bets.
0: We are. We are. And a scary wreck, too, for Pagino. Just got to...
1: Uh, yeah, that was... Man. Yeah. Again, though, to the safety of these cars these days, like it is, it is absolutely incredible. And, and to that point... IndyCar's rolling out the new, uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but some deal with the the tires and, and the tether. Um, they've increased it by like 60% as far as um, how, how like how it will, the, here it is, the rear, IndyCar strengthens the rear wheel bearing retaining nut. Um, so IndyCar and Delera got together after the IndyCar, or after the Indy 500 where that tire flew, thank God, didn't hit anyone. Um, but they have, uh, the strength of the rear wheel bearing rear nut retaining nut has increased by 60% over the previous design. So they took immediate action, continue to be safe. Uh, the safety in all of these series, right? We've seen it in NASCAR over the years, F1 IndyCar as well. Safety is the top priority and, uh, something happens and they very, very quickly jump on it and, and try to get things fixed. So, uh, good to see by IndyCar there. All right, Rod. Let's get into the well, bets.
0: Hold on, I wanted I wanted okay. to give you something real quick. One one thing real quick because you talked yeah. about the speed on this, and I want to give a little comparison. Okay, <laughs> so uh, uh, you guys are familiar with NASCAR because we do the NASCAR gambling podcast. The Xfinity is the only one that's to come to Iowa, not the not the Cup series. So the Xfinity yeah, cars. Is,
1: oh Jesus, Get us a fucking Cup race! Like this track yeah. is so amazing. Yeah, that's another another tangent for another day. But get us a Cup race at Iowa. I would love
0: that. So. The, speed, the average speed of the race for the Cup cars, 88.628 miles an hour. The average speed of the Indy cars around this, 134.674 miles an hour. Insanely fast around this uh, short track. Slight
1: difference. Just L- a little, little quicker. Just a
0: little. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I wanted to throw that in because I want you guys to understand how fast these cars go around this little bitty track. So now. Yeah, no, that's ahead. great. That's, yeah,
1: great. That's that's an amazing difference in in speed it's such a short short track too that's uh that's great i, I like that all right into the guy that owns this track joseph newgarden they've actually just rena- breaking news they've renamed the track joseph garden speedway <laughs> uh, joseph newgarden speedway because this dude owns this freaking place i'm gonna take him for a top three minus 130 I- unless he gets involved in a wreck or, or has some type of mechanical issue like he is going to be in the top three <clears throat> that's what we saw last year, right? He won the first race, um, led 208 laps on his, you know, went or no. In the first race, he led 214 laps, won the race. Uh, the second race. No, I got, I'm all over the place. My, my stats have been all over the place this week, Rod. All right, here we go. I got it right this time. You're just hey, anxious retake. to get out there.
0: That's all there is to it. You're just anxious to get out to the track. <laughs> just uh just cut that out. No, we don't. We if don't you know out.
1: anything about us, we don't cut this stuff out. We just leave it. <laughs> out there, so, okay. Last year in the first race, led 208 laps and won the race. The second race, he was leading 100 or he led 148 laps. Was leading at the time, back end got out from underneath him. a scary crash. Luckily, he was okay. Of course, that resulted in a 24th place finish. But back in 2020, he led 68 laps and finished fifth in the first race, led 214 laps and one in the second race. They did not come here in 2021, just for the record, too. That's why I jump back to 2020. Uh, 2019, he led 245 laps and one. 2018, he led 229 laps and one. 2016, he led 282 laps and one. 2015, he led 111 laps and finished second. Joseph Newgarden is very freaking good at this track. Um, In my opinion, this is likely going to be the New Garden and Pato Award show. These two guys are probably going to be the best two guys out there. So if you're going to give me New Garden at a top three at just minus 130, I don't mind paying that juice. Just in case he doesn't get the win, he should easily be inside of the top three. So uh,
0: that's going to be my first one over on Caesars. I'll take the flip end of that. You talked about Pato Award. This is going to be his show with Joseph New Garden. I absolutely agree with you on this one because Pato Award. News, news Flash is good at the Iowa Speedway. This guy has three top four finishes, not just top five finishes, three top four finishes in four career starts on this track. Last year, he came in second in the first race and won the second race, leading 66 laps in that uh, in that 2022 race. So, like I said, paddle Award, like you said, paddle Award, hashtag good at this, and... You're getting a top three at plus one hundred. Pretty much even money for Padua Award to get a top three on this track. I I assume the books were looking at his finishes this year, but even still, Paddle Award has a second at St. Petersburg, a second at Fort Worth, right? And Fort Fort Worth is what is it? An oval. oval of right? An oval at Texas. Indianapolis, he had a twenty-fourth place finish, but it was a fifth place start, and he led thirty-five laps of that. We thought. He was actually looking really good for a good finish until the end, right? So, uh, unfortunately, that happened, but he was a fast car on that oval as well. A third place at Elkhart Lake, uh, second at Indy GP, fourth at Birmingham. Look, Padua Award is still good, and he's still going to get around. So, uh, like you said, on this track, he's really good. So, give me a guy that's good on ovals, fast on ovals, good on short tracks. At plus money, Padua Ward top three. I think that's a lock.
1: Yeah, I love uh, these two guys are going to be the best two guys in this race. Uh, And again, uh, barring an accident or mechanical issue, something like crazy like that, they should be the fastest two cars. I expect them to be up front throughout the day. So I think taking both of them to finish in the top three, not a bad idea. Next up for me, I'm going to take Marcus Erickson over Colton Herta. This is that even money at plus 100. But this for me is, is Erickson is not a great oval racer but he is a very very steady oval racer go back to last season eighth place and sixth place in the two races 2020 he finished ninth in both places in his first start here in 2019 he finished 11th you go back earlier this season he was eighth at texas second at indy last year he was third at texas he won indy seventh at gateway all of those nice solid finishes in the top seven, eight, 11th, the worst finish in all those oval examples there. Colton Herta, it's a li- lot more up and down, more of a roller coaster. 24th and 12th in the IndyCar races last year, which means that uh, Erickson beat him in both of those. And actually, in their four head to head races here, Erickson 4 and 0 against Colton Herta at Iowa. Um, Herta was 20th and 19th in 2022, uh, 18th in 2019. Uh, and then uh, Earlier this season, 7th at Texas. That was an okay run. Ninth at Indy, okay also. Uh, But 2022, uh, 12th at Texas, 30th at Indy, 11th at Gateway. So to me, Erickson uh, is is just the more reliable guy, right? And that's what you're looking for in head-to-head matchups. Plus, for whatever reason, Herta is the juiced-up side of this. And with Erickson, you're getting the even money. So I like this one. Marcus Erickson over Colton Herta plus one hundred over on Caesars.
0: Yep, I'm mad at Herta. He uh, he screwed over one of <laughs> mine, so I'm gonna fade him with you as well. He's been
1: a tough guy to bet on this. It's been pretty pretty rough for Herta.
0: It's not been fun, and really, again, it's like when you bet against and when you when you pick the time to fade him is when he decides to pop up and say, "Okay, I can finish well." So yeah, that's on me. Sorry, I'll take it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give you a guy that's I'm riding momentum. Uh, with this guy and that's uh Mr. Lungard who actually like a you know Christian Lungard won last week big win first win happy days right for Lungard. I'm gonna take him uh, over uh, Kyle Kirkwood and this is a tough one because you know we were on Kirkwood last week for for doing well but Kyle Kirkwood has not really been a strong finisher over the last well okay I say that with two top tens in there but 17th at mid-Ohio 15th. At Toronto, he had a 27th place finish at Fort Worth. Right, that was a crash. He crashed out of Indianapolis this season in 28th. That's two poor showings on ovals. So I'm not really hopeful that he can get it done. Because guess what? Last year in the second race of this, he crashed out of that one as well. Finished 25th. His best finish uh, at this Speedway in, in two tries is 15th. So not necessarily stoked about his uh, his potential here. Lungard on the other side, uh, on this track, he's only got two starts, too. Uh, His first one was a 10th place finish. Not bad, especially moving up from 20th place in that. His second race, he had brake issues, but he started 17th uh, and ended up finishing 16th in that one. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't get a chance to see what he actually could do on that with the brake issues. He got 112 laps in before those brake issues happened, so... Uh, you know, like I said, not not necessarily got a chance to see what he was up to. And so I think he's really got a, an opportunity to cash in on his momentum. Because it's not just the win. This has been steady climbing for him over the last three weeks. 7th in Elkhart Lake, 4th at Mid-Ohio, and then he won at Toronto. 19th at Fort Worth. Again, it's top 20, but it's better than what happened with Kirkwood. And then at Indianapolis, a 19th. It's two 19th places on ovals. Those were both better than Kirkwood. So I think that, especially this being in the plus money end of it, plus 110, I totally want the guy who just won last week over a guy who's struggling on ovals.
1: Yeah, I think that, uh, that that's a good call. Momentum, we talk about it so much. It, it plays such a big factor. We like to give you bets that are all over the board. Look, Have you looking up and down the leaderboard? We'll be looking down the leaderboard for this, this head-to-head most likely. But uh, not only the momentum factor, Lungard, uh, both, neither of these guys are, are great on ovals by any means. Um, so it will be t- more of a battle towards the back. But Lungard also a big high V driver. High is, V is the main sponsor on that car this weekend. It's the high V racing weekend. High V pours so much freaking money into this weekend, putting on a good show for both races at Iowa Speedway here. So uh, I do like the, the Lungard side of that. Um, and then again, you're getting the plus money side. When it doesn't seem like either guy has any massive advantage, that always seems to be a good idea. Next up for me, I'm going to take a pair of top fives here. I like both of these guys so much, I had to squeeze them both in, Rod, so forgive me for that, but uh, Alex Pillow, top five, minus 120. Rod, not been the greatest oval racer necessarily over his career, but eighth place at St. Petersburg to start the season. Polo has not finished outside of the top 5 since the rest of the season it means he finished in the top 5 at Texas it means he finished in the top 5 at Indy um last year he finished 6th in one of the races 13th in the other one um was 4th place at, at Indy here a couple of weeks ago but Polo the way his season has been going talk about momentum nobody's got more momentum than that guy um and so I I think that he's probably the other guy that's live person for this win and we're, we'll talk about him here in a few minutes but it's his season is going so well everything is going right for this car it's likely going to be the the new garden and award show this weekend but watch out for alex Pillow and to finish on the top five at minus 120 love that for him also on willpower top five at plus 125 i really like this willpower third and second here last year in the two races on the podium both times Penske teammate to Joseph Newgarden, of course. So maybe he's got got a few tips from him. He's been around a long time, so he's got plenty of oval experience. Um, he had a 21st place finish in one of the races here in 2020, but second in the other one. That means three of the last four trips here at Iowa. He's been on the podium. It's been very up and down season for him. He'll have a good week. He'll have a bad week. He'll have a good week. He'll have a bad week. He does have three top three finishes on, or top five finishes, rather, on the season so far. And uh, he's currently on that, uh, had a bad finish last week, good finish the week before, bad finish the week before, good finish the week before. So I think he's due for a good finish, at least on Saturday, maybe not so much on Sunday if he keeps the pattern up, but uh, give me Will Power top five, plus 125, and Alex Pillow top five, minus 120.
0: Yeah, the fact that Pillow is only minus 120 for a top five is insanity when we've seen You know, juiced up to at least 200 in some spots for other, you know, folks this season. So I'll take that. I'll take the power top five as well. All right. Well, I got into the document uh, earlier today only to realize that one of my picks was already filled out. So I'm going to roll with this one. Uh, Cody assigned me already the winning car number (laughs) under seven and a half at minus 105. And honestly, guys, if he didn't put it in there, I probably would have put it in there myself because. We just talked about the simple fact that there are two drivers in this that are both under 7.5 in New Garden uh, and Award that have a very real possibility of taking home the win on this one. Um, now if you're, if you're looking for over that and we'll get to that in a second, below is car number 10. If you're not all that familiar with where they're at, but it also gives you Helio Castroneves, which actually has won on this track before he's got one win on this. Is it possible for him to do it? probably not but he's got a win on this track
1: anything is possible
0: right? anything is possible yeah so Might he would be does, a
1: long shot but you know
0: <laughs> he's got a win he's got five top uh two top fives rather and eight top tens he has had a poll here before as well he's led 644 laps uh on this track which is actually believe it or not the second most among active drivers of course joseph newgarden first at 1506 um <laughs> but, you know, uh, but, yeah, I mean, Castro Castroneves is actually a, a factor on this track, and uh, he is under that, uh, that one at the 06 uh, car. So, you know, if you really want to go long shot with it, that's fine. Uh, and then the last car in there, well, the last two, I suppose, would be, uh, well, three. Scott McLaughlin, Felix Rosenquist, and Alexander Rossi. Mm, not going to probably win this race, but if hell breaks loose and somebody else gets a win, then uh, you're you're covered on that one. But I still think obviously there's two guys that really have a chance to win this, and that is uh, the the uh, the two of um, of uh, New Garden and the five of award. Yeah, I, I think
1: that I love this bet so much. I almost was gonna take it myself, and then I thought I should give Rod this one, but I want to make sure he picks the right side of it. So I filled it in for you. and I figured if you didn't take it, I was gonna add it, squeeze it in somewhere else. I love this bet. You go through the odds board, Rod. First on the odds board, Joseph Newgarden at only plus 250 here. Uh, he's the top guy, obviously, in the two car. Then it's Pato Award in the five car. Then he guy Alex Pillow. Obviously, he's over. Scott McLaughlin is the fourth favorite guy in here. He's also under. So you're going to be three of the top four favorites when the top two guys have been the absolute best here and on ovals in general. I love this. It's crazy that this is the least juiced up side. Over is actually more juiced up, obviously, on the other side of it, right? You've got Palo. Um, you've Herda. got even Marcus Erickson. you got Dixon. Heard a power. I, there's a lot of guys on this side of things. I, I get Stingray it. Stingray
0: Rob. Um, no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Christian Lundgaard, right? Connor Dave. No. But there. it's just, man, it's so heavy on the favorites on the underside of this. At only minus 105. One of my favorite bets on the board. So great decision here. Great choice to to pick this side of it.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad. Hey, and you know what? It's it's what we did like the the random wheel, right? Th- yeah, maybe right. maybe by the end of this year, what we need to do once is fill each other's cards out and make us have, <laughs> you to, have to make the
1: case defend for it the on the fly. <laughs> fly.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: that's actually a decent idea. I kind of like that. I like that. Make a case I for mean, or against yeah. it either. You could go either way. But, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. I like it. We'll put that in the uh, pot. We'll
1: keep that in mind for one of these races coming up. (laughs) I
0: like that. All right. We're going to do that. But we're going to give you some race winners, and we'll do that after we introduce you to one of our favorite shows on the network. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Well, uh, we've already pretty much outlined who we think is going to win this race, but let's make this official, Cody. Who will win this Hy-Vee, v uh, is it, hy V Homefront 250? I-, I was almost going to say the other one, but this is the 250.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just it, we don't always like to take the favorites, right? And plus 250, it's getting into that range a lot of times we'll talk about. It's just not worth it. Here it is, though. It's Joseph Newgarden, plus 250. I think you have to just just eat the chalk. And take this one. I read off the statistics earlier. How good he is. Let's go back and look a little farther, Rod. We've had two ovals so far this season. Texas, uh, guess what? He won. Indianapolis, guess what? He won. Let's go back to 2022. He won at Texas. And he won at Gateway in 2021. Uh, I mean, he's just really, really good at ovals. He's amazing at this track. He owns the place. We read off all the stats earlier. This is another place where you just take the chalk. The number's still good enough. Plus 250 is not always great for a race winner. You'd like to see it a little more, but when it comes to a guy who's dominated a track so much like this, I think you have to go with him. Of course, you take your insurance bets with that as well, right? And one of those insurance bets for me will power 10 to 1. Another guy that I talked about a few minutes ago, he has done a very good job here, been on the podium three of the last four races at this track. Um, and, And He's a guy that can jump up and win. He's not going to win all the time, right? Only had one win last year, but uh, got the championship in the end. He always puts himself in position. Something happens to Newgarden late here. Him and Award get into it, has a pit problem. Whatever the case might be, I think the power could be sitting there in position to take it. I think at 10-1, to 1, especially pre-qualifying uh, when he'll likely qualify well and start well, his odds will jump up, I would imagine. So get in on it early. Um, and I think that those are the two guys I'm going to take to, uh, to win this one.
0: I mean, you kind of have to at this point, right? We talked a lot about how dominant both cars are. So, uh, definitely going to go with you on that one. Did you want to give your last one out or you want to wait till I get my, one? let's
1: all save it for the end. I got, uh, I got a nice little, little fun parlay, but we'll, uh, we'll cover it after we talk about your guy.
0: Okay, perfect. So, uh, obviously I, I. To me, look, I know I was given the winning car number, so uh, I'm gonna roll with that one. But I, I strongly believe that if either New Garden or Ward do not win this race, it's gonna be Pello because, like Cody was saying, the dude is on a tear. He's max for stappening this field basically, and and it's you know I think there's for him to win the championship now. He's at minus sixteen hundred to win the IndyCar championship. If that tells you anything about how dominant Pello has been so far then i mean i'm just saying like that kind of guy is is somebody you can't ignore right now and and you're getting him at eight to one cody on superbook i saw him in other places um what is he on on caesars he's 700
1: 700 so yeah
0: superbook he's eight eight to one eight plus 800 for the guy that has been absolutely kicking every single person's ass this year what he won four out of five races, four out of six races, even has not finished worse than eighth this season. I, I'm sorry, but eight to one, you got to kind of smash that because if it happens, and and you're you know you're sitting on a New Garden ticket, which I think you should still, but then you're like, well, sh- I should have bet on Pelot, and and you should have. So yeah,
1: yeah, and, and Pelot would be my first pick as far as like an insurance pick because I think that. It's you're getting into tough territory taking both Newgarden and O'Ward. You could do it if, if you balance it out properly, uh, because I think those will be the two best cars. But Pelo is another guy who can put himself in that position. If it comes down to a strategy game, they can play the strategy. They've got they've got the points cushion. Why not just go for another win? Make a risky call if they need to. That could that could help them get up there. But man, eighth place to open the season hasn't finished worse than fifth since. Both ovals. He's been up there in the top five. I think he could do it. to I think it's a great call uh, to to take him as an insurance play in case Newgarden doesn't get it done. And, Rod, the the little parlay put together here over on Caesars, Joseph Newgarden to win on Saturday, Martin Truex Jr. to win the Cup Series race on Sunday, put them together, plus 21.75. If you want to know why I love Truex so much, go listen to the Cup Series Pick show on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, but I'm really, really feeling a Truex week. And I'm really, really feeling a New Garden week. We had a similar play last week that panned out pretty good for us with John Hernemicek and Martin Trex Jr. I'm gonna try my luck and roll those dice one more time, see if it cashes. but uh, man, I feel like New Garden is almost that free square on this, right? You get him to win that race on Saturday and then all you need is, is tricks to pull through for you on Sunday. He'll be the tougher one of the two for sure, but uh, I think that I think that could easily happen as well. So give me those two guys parlayed together. Plus twenty one seventy five over on Caesars.
0: We've been we've been putting some pretty silly parlays together, and I love it because it's so much fun uh, to actually hit those things. When they hit, it's so much fun. But a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I found another way too to kind of uh, uh, make sure you're insured just in case too. And I found a Palo, pol- uh, a New Garden Quinella on Caesars. That's 7 to 1. So again if you know a quinella, it's any one of them can finish first or second, it's kind of in either way anyways. So if Polo does get the win and New Garden finishes second, you know if, if he doesn't have a broken wing Polo and he can manage to find his way up to the front and beat New Garden in this race, and then you're covered just in case New Garden comes in second. If New Garden comes in first, Polo comes in second like Polo did last week, then I think you're covered as well. And 7 to 1's a pretty good insurance policy for either one of those guys to win. And again, because New Garden is two fifty, so if New Garden wins, you're up seven to one. You know, if Polo comes in second, so um, and it doesn't matter if Polo loses because you still got seven to one for a a two to one uh, basically. And I, I, I like I said, I think it's a good way to hedge on either one of those guys ended up winning because I didn't like the award and and uh, and New Garden. It's only
1: like plus four hundred. I looked at that because that's what I was. I had the same thought and I was like, oof. Yeah, you could do. You could do the exact, uh, I had looked at that. Um, if you want to take new garden to win and below second, it's still the top one. It's plus 900. That one's definitely worth a look. Um, that's but tough though. Yeah. And still, and then you have to get the exact finishing order. That's, that's pretty tough. And, and it's only plus 900 to, to exactly predict the top two guys. Probably not worth going there, but I do like the, uh, the Quinella part of it where it could fall either way. And you're still getting pretty decent odds at 7-1. to one.
0: I concur. Uh, all right. Well, I guess it's time, as I begin to lose my voice, you know it's time to start wrapping things up. We've
1: talked six races this week. Rod bets mm. on six different races. Oh, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Yes, it has. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's wrap up and, and get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over our bets for this hy V Homefront 250 Iowa uh, Super. What is it? Iowa Silly Speedway, Iowa Raceway. Uh, I think it's just Iowa Speedway. I think it's Iowa Speedway, too. <laughs> it is Iowa Speedway. Uh, Cody started you off with Joseph Newgarden as a top three car at minus 130. I said Paddle Award will be a top three car at plus 100. Cody said that Marcus Erickson would finish better than Colton Herta at plus 100. I said Christian Lungard would finish over uh, Kyle Kirkwood at plus 110. Cody gave you Pelot as a top five driver at minus 120 and Will Power as a top five driver at plus 125. Cody told me to tell you that the winning car would be under seven and a half at minus 105. And then Cody rounded out our winners with New Garden at 2.5 to 1 on Superbook, Power at 10 to 1, and tossed in a little New Garden on Saturday to win, Truex on Sunday to win in the Cup Series at uh, tidy plus 2, 175 on Caesars. I gave you Pelot at 8 to 1 on Superbook to win, and threw in a little Pelot New Garden Quinella at plus 700 on Caesars just to make sure that you're covered in case the inevitable happens. <laughs> so, Cody brother let's start oh. watching some racing shall we oh,
1: i'm so excited i'm ready to leave right now head to iowa raceway i'm sad i have to wait till saturday morning but uh i can't wait i'm gonna be there both days so again follow me on twitter at us underscore follow the show at at f1 gambling pod follow the nascar gambling podcast at nascar gambling is, is the the handle over there um i'll have stuff that on all three of those accounts uh, John Ginder, who joined us on, or is joining us on tomorrow's episode, <laughs> spoiler alert, that was filmed earlier, but, uh, he is going to be a Pocono posting stuff for the NASCAR race there as well. So got you covered from all angles. I'm excited. SRX going on right now, which has been, I've been watching as we've been recording. It's been an amazing race, Rod. You're going to enjoy that when you go back. I won't spoil it for you. Um, but great, great, great weekend of racing. I'm pumped. I'm excited.
0: Let's go cash some tickets, make some money. And everybody enjoy. Enjoy indeed. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link of the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, whether it's In Between Media, check out the back road. It is live now on In Between Media's uh, YouTube. And then, of course, tomorrow, Fast Money on the Four Frequency's Sake channel on YouTube. I'm going to put together some crazy parlay parties as well for all the races that we talked about this week guys, go back and listen to all this stuff and have some fun betting this week. Have some fun watching racing this week. Cody, I hate you. Uh, I love you. I, I hope you have fun in Iowa, but uh, not too much fun that you forget about us over here and uh, don't want to come back. So, Thanks, Rob. <laughs> well, love guys, too. <laughs> We'll see you on the recap for this F1, of course. If you only listen to the F1, we'll see you for the next race in F1. If you listen to the NASCAR, we'll see you again tomorrow with the DFS episode and of course, our underdog pick. So, Until then, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.